0: on Spartans your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Spartans. And let's not beat around the bush anymore. Brian Lewerke, what on earth are you doing here? You you are above this.
1: Uh, why are you? Why do you <laughs> No, <joined> man? <laughs> I love I love talking about Spartans football. Anytime I can do that, I'll do it. And, you know, talking about anything about the past, the future. I love doing it. So appreciate you having me.
0: Look you. So, so this is how bored you have gotten in the summer that you have donated 30 minutes of your time to chat with us here at Locked on Spartans. But no, on a real yeah. note, already can't thank you enough. Uh, this, this should be a fun episode. Obviously, you had a, a fun career at Michigan State. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, there's also a tweet that we have to get to right off the top. But before we get to any of that, hey, just want to thank everyone for listening to Locked on Spartans. Please rate, review, subscribe, whether it's on the podcast or YouTube, all that fun stuff. And if you have a question, Lockdown Spartans at gmail.com. Um, you know, actually, before we get to that tweet here, uh, you, you've done a few interviews, you've done a few podcasts. You know, you've never shied away from the media at all. Help me, help you.
1: What are you just tired of talking about? Like, what what don't you want to talk about today? Um, I mean, nothing really. There's there's nothing I don't mind talking about. Yeah, like you can throw anything at me, I don't really care. Um, I'm 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 down for whatever. So. Well,
0: perfect. Let's start with the most awkward question, the most controversial question, the the most upsetting question. They always say save your hard questions for the end, but this we just got to (laughs) address right at the top here. May 31st, uh, No Context College Football tweets out a picture of one Brian Lewerke Uh, in a jersey. Of course, it is the neon helmet, the neon jersey. And then Brian Lewerke, that's right. the, The gentleman we are talking to right now says, quote, these jerseys get too much hate. Are you are you getting paid by the university to say this, or did you actually like the neon uniform? <laughs> no, what's, what's, well, going, what's going on
1: here? <laughs> it was funny. I was just scrolling through Twitter. I don't know who retweeted. Someone retweeted it, and I'm like, "Hey, look, that's me." And I was like, "Okay, well, I mean, I, it was it was uh, a was that yeah, last Monday morning or whatever." I was like, "Sure, yeah, or whatever." Hey, I don't I don't really know, but I was like, "Uh, I kind of like." I mean, I I I truly did like the jerseys. I liked the combination. It was something different. Maybe the state sign was like a little too big, but I like the neon concept. Um, the pants, I that, that that was just a little extreme. Like that's something I don't think I really liked. Okay. And especially with the with the white stripe on the side, like if it was, if it was like dark green with a neon stripe or something, or even even like neon with a green stripe, I just thought the white stripe on the outside didn't match anything else in the jersey and looked terrible. But I, I kind of just wanted to spark a little controversy, um, and just and you just get people talking about the jersey a little bit, and it obviously worked. And but I, I, I do truly kind of I, I do like the jersey. All right. So,
0: uh, my memory with the, the neon jerseys, they I think they dropped this at a spring game. Maybe it was like the 2017 spring game or something like that. Like the 2018 <clears throat> spring game, and I think they had Joe Bocci kind of talk yes, up the jersey yes. like they unveiled it to him. <laughs> Poor, poor Joe. First of all, or like, did he actually I like know. it? Like,
1: I, I don't know. Like, the, no. I remember what an I awkward remember, spot to be in. I remember after the game, he was he was like talking to us. And he was like, "Yeah, dude, they had me on BTN talking about the jersey, and I just had to like start throwing out random stuff about it, trying to make it look like <laughs> look like we enjoyed it." Uh, yeah, that was
0: that was funny. I just can't ever erase that part of the neon jersey saga, which is still going now. We still see neon time to time, but yeah, like that's how it all started. With just, just poor Joe looking at the mannequins, like uh, yeah, the yeah. pants are uh, cool. Wow, those are neon. <laughs> yeah, are. those are really bright. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's funny. Uh, so I, I guess you know we could talk about more than just jerseys and uniforms for thirty minutes. Although I could talk about this for three straight days
1: if you really want me to. I got. I, I actually got a, a funny story about it. Please Before go I, on. Yeah, when yeah, um, yeah, let's do it um when coach d introduced it to us like in the team meeting room um he was like talking about he's got like a new jersey idea and all that and we we're like kind of pumped to see it and then like he walks in and he's like you know like coach d's got to like have like he's always he, he's got to be happy about it he always has like a sure. like he always tries to hype it up a little bit and he's got his like little funny way of how he does it and he, when he walks in with like the jersey and like shows everyone on the team meeting room we all just kind of like look around like is he serious like is this actually the jersey we're wearing and like we all had the first initial reaction that everyone else had We're like this thing looks terrible like no one wants to wear this (laughs) and it kind of it it did grow on me after a little bit and it kind of grew on on everyone else but obviously the fans hadn't seen it worn yet so when it first you know came out and people wearing it they 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 had that first initial reaction that we had were like oh this thing is terrible but yeah. it did it did kind of grow on the team. There were some guys who didn't like it, but I, it was whatever. Sure, it yeah. is what it is.
0: You know, like I like it if it wasn't the neon pants. If it was just the dark green pants and like the state was a little uh, yeah. smaller, the which yeah, behind. which we
1: which yeah. we wore against Illinois. I think that one game we had we had the green pants in, in, in the jersey. I yeah. thought that was a good look, and then in the helmet, but
0: I thought it was Shark too, no doubt about yeah. it. So. P- pressing question number 2 here neon jersey's knocked that out of the park right there number 2 the you know the second biggest uh moment of you know michigan state recent football history is your elite nickname of white lightning <laughs> i have to know are you pro white lightning or are you against it or what, what was your reaction when yeah no i, I like, guess, like what it. was the first time someone hit you with that like, it was
1: uh well it was it was i remember it was after the spring game i think maybe like or maybe like after the first game in like 2017 uh, gotcha. Daryl Stewart, like was getting interviewed and someone asked him about it and he said he, 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 that's, I, I think he coined it. He's like, yeah, that dude's like white lightning. He's always, he's just all over the field running around. And I was like, yeah, I guess I like it. I mean, I don't, I, that I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. I kind of rolled with it and people called me. I was like, yeah, that's fine.
0: No, absolutely. And okay. So I don't real, note, we'll we'll get to like your MSU playing days right here. And I'm just going to ask like the most boring yet broad question of all time. Mm-hmm. What was what was your favorite game you played in at Michigan State? I, that's a very lazy question from
1: a podcaster, but honestly, okay. hey, sometimes the, the lazy ones are the best ones. So we'll, no, we'll yeah, it's sure. true. And you know, I've yeah. I've been asked that a couple times, and I have the same answer every time. It's the uh, 2017 Michigan game um, in the rain. Um, first first career uh, start on the road, despite you know, uh, oh, wow. it happened to be in in Ann Arbor, but it was it was my first road start. Um, and just the whole vibe of that game. Like, it just like, we kept getting the ball on offense. No one could do anything. We kept getting a turnover whenever right. we needed to. Like, obviously, no team could move the ball because it was, the rain was, it was bit, the field was drenched. But it was just, uh, I'm glad we scored 14 before half because no one else could score after that. So, but, yeah, that, okay. was, that, that was fun. And my memory was that before the game is that, okay, well,
0: obviously, you know, you're wound up anxious for the game and you know, everything like that. But I also remember that. Like everyone in the state knew that this monsoon was going to roll in at night mm-hmm. for the second half. Everyone except like Jim Harbaugh and his staff saw this yeah. on the radar for some reason. <laughs> I know. Like, did that play a role in your guys' game plan at all? Was that even talked about in the pregame? Or is it just
1: like, uh, eh, it's going to get a little wet here in the second half? We'll it was – I, I. yeah, I think pregame it was uh, – I was like we should get some rain. Hopefully we'll be able to get the first half in before it starts coming down. And it'll it'll probably be coming down pretty hard. Um, yeah. And it, I remember Coach Warner, he would he'd be talking to me on the phone on the sidelines. He'd be like, just let me know if, like, the ball is, like, too slick, like, if you can't throw it and all that. And obviously, like, me, like, in the second half, I'm like, yeah, I can't throw the ball. Like, like we called we called a little, like, uh, soft toss. Like, I had a gun. Like, I caught it and, like, tossed it to the receiver, like, um, coming in motion. And I'm like, I, okay. I, I don't even know if we can do that because I got to wow. catch the ball and throw it to someone. I'm like, I don't I, – and Michigan just kept throwing the ball. I'm like, I don't know. I felt bad for O'Korn. I'm like, this guy's being set up to fail right now. Like he can't do anything at all. But like, you, you probably can't even see ten yards, like with all the rain. No. Like let
0: alone throw the ball ten yards. Like it was, yeah. Crazy. Like it was,
1: stuff. it was, yeah. It was like it was making your vision tough. And you know, we just had to keep handing the ball off, and they knew we were handed off, so they'd stack the box. And um, but it was fun just because it was it was a gritty game, and it was kind of what Michigan State football is all about. So. And I, I watched
0: that game uh, you know, right before this chat just to – because I, I had a feeling that that might have been your answer for most fun game. If it wasn't your answer, then yeah, I was going to say it's my fun game, and I was going <laughs> to hijack the conversation and make you talk about it. But that was pretty easy right there. Um, favorite play from that game has to be third and three. It's getting to crunch time. There's like two minutes left. Ball snapped. Obviously, it, it's like you're catching a greased pig. You, you, you yeah. drop it. You pick it up, spin around – Roll over an offensive lineman for the first down. Was that just all part of the charade? Did you mean to drop the ball? Did you mean <laughs> to cause mass chaos uh, there? Or I'll,
1: well, I'll say not. I'll say I did. Yeah, to, yeah, to make to make it sound cooler. Was there that okay? Go. Was that play out of shotgun or was that under center? Do you remember? Shotgun. yes. I think it was. Okay. So yeah, so it was fun. it was like a it was like a zone read. I remember, okay. and you know, obviously, once the ball hits the ground, it's like the handoff's basically done. I'm just going to take and run um and luckily it was it was a good read to pull anyway and then I think that was the one where I, like I got smacked and rolled on Brian Allen's back for the first sure. down is that is that the right play you're thinking of I bu- yep that that's 100% it think was, so, so it was Brian Allen. yeah gotcha yeah
0: and yeah that really bought you guys like another minute of shave time off the yeah. clock here and then fast forward to the hail mary end. Yep. Um I almost died of heart attack during the Hail Mary. I like yeah, I was, you for just the Hail Mary at the end. Yeah. Walking through what It's like being an actual player, not just, you know, some.
1: I was, I was staying Lawrence. on the sidelines. I don't think I, I went up on, the, I, I stood up on the bench like closer to that side of the end zone, just so I can see the play a little better. I I think I looked away though. When the ball went in the air, I just like looked away and like was waiting for the crowd yeah. reaction. Like if it obviously went crazy, then I'd have been pissed, but it, it kind of stayed silent in the stadium. Like, Oh my gosh, we one. won. Um, but yeah, that was, that was fun. And what's what's post Michigan victory like for the rest of the night?
0: Because I think that it was either a night game or it ended at night. Maybe it started at four. Regardless, I think it. it no,
1: nine. I I think it was. It was like the first game that started at night in their in their in the okay. history of the rivalry. So that one, I don't really remember what we did. Um, obviously the game the game probably started at seven, which means it didn't get done until like ten thirty eleven. Yeah, which means we probably didn't get back to East Lansing until about midnight one a.m. So we probably went out somewhere. Um, I don't really exactly remember what we did, but. Um, you know, I after those games, um, and then you know, after really any big rival game, it's always fun coming back. I remember after the 2015 Michigan game, um, the fumbled snap game, <clears throat> I actually I, 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 wasn't traveling that game, so I was back at home watching it, um, with a couple guys on TV. Gotcha. We were all kind of like, yeah, yeah, we were kind of all down and depressed. And then, um, obviously that last play happened and we like ran out, um, Driving our like truck throughout the streets and everyone's just like screaming <laughs> like like you just like buddy up with any person you see out there. Oh everyone's yeah, crazy. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's
0: funny. That's amazing. It, you know, uh, of course, a lot of other great moments in your career to get to. Like, I want to talk bowl games because we're also talking to two-time bowl game MVP Brian Lewerke here. Oh, but sorry. Brian, so sorry, I got to say goodbye to you for a hot second just because I got to pay some bills here and talk to the fine people about built bar. Gang, you've heard me talk about Built Bar for uh, days, weeks, months, years. However long you've been listening to this podcast, we've been chatting your ear off about Built Bar. And for three good reasons. So let's just go down the list. Uh, reason number one, they treat your taste buds immaculate. Uh, it tastes better than a candy bar, whether it's, you know, the standard Built Bar. They have so many great flavors in that. The Built Granola Bars or the Built Puffs. That's right, the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. It slaps. Number two, it treats the body well. Most built Bars, around 130, 150 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, just 4 grams of net carbs, but a whopping 15 to 19 grams of protein with your built Bars. That's right. They're going to get you through anything. They're going to get you through yard work, your workout, your round of golf, a second half at the Big House in a monsoon. That's right. I'll speak for Brian. He probably had a built Bar that day. That could be a lie. But, hey, for sake of conversation, we'll say that's what he did. Uh, and reason number three, built Bar hooks you up. They got your wallet in mind. When you go to built.com, you're gonna smash in promo code locked15 and you're gonna save 15% off your order. That's right, gang. That's built.com, promo code 15 for 15% off of your built bars. And also, really quick before we welcome, Brian Kluwerke, back to the show. Hey, we have an important favor to ask you. Yes, you viewers, you listeners, you wonderful people. We put together a survey to learn more about our podcast and what you guys think of it, what you like, what you don't like, what we could do to make it better. So hop on to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. Won't take very long. And everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Uh, once again, guys, that's locked on slash survey right now. Uh, hey, thanks a lot for your help. And also, thank you, Brian Lewerke, for uh, spending time with us at Locked on Spartans. Um, sorry if I got a little slanderous there, what you did at halftime with Built Bars, but uh, <laughs> you get how it, it, it goes. We got to pay some bills around here. And uh, yeah, yep. you know, so. a little fabricated story never hurts once in a while. Um, yep. Unlocked on Spartans <clears> podcast. So, uh, uh, the legendary Brian Lewerke, I, I, that's how I should say it because we're talking to two time bowl game MVP Brian Lewerke. I, I think I know the answer here, but what was your favorite bowl game to play? And was it simply the Holiday Bowl where you guys hung up like 300 points against
1: Washington State, or is there another one that comes to mind? Um, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think the Holiday Bowl would be the one, um, the pinstripe. Obviously, be the close second just because sure. you know it was coached these last game, um, and we obviously we didn't know that at the time, but um, right. just just to get a bowl win to send you know my senior year out and everyone else out with the win was awesome. So, uh, but yeah,
0: definitely the, the Holiday Bowl is my favorite. So, okay, I, I'm going to go off on like 48 different tangents right there. And the Penn Straight Bowl, obviously, <laughs> to get to that game. You guys had, had a tough streak in the middle of the season, but you banged out back-to-back wins to get to bowl eligibility right there. And, of course, the program win hats are rolled out. Where is your program win hat to this day? Could you
1: locate it if I gave you like a $500 um,
0: prize to find it?
1: I think it's at – I still have like half my stuff at my parents' house back home. Okay, I think it's sitting in my dad's office right now. Gotcha. I might have okay. lost the original one, but I think I had like there's there's there was like three or four floating around our house back in East Lansing, and I think I just yeah. stole another one from there. So but I'm I'm like 99% sure that I got one back in Arizona.
0: Okay, gotcha. Fair. And tangent number two out of like 19 that I want to go off of right now, speaking about the pinstripe bowl. I'm always fascinated when it comes to, like, bowl selection. Like, you're a team. You guys are 6-6. and There are some multiple bowl games that you can go to. It could be home in Detroit, the Quicklane Bowl. It could be the Pinstripe Bowl. Or it could be, like, a nice, warmer location. When you're sitting around, are you talking amongst your teammates, like, man, it'd be awesome to go here? Like, I really don't want to go to New York where it's... Probably like seven degrees right now. Like, what, what are you feeling yeah. as you guys are kind of playing the waiting game for, for your bowl selection? Obviously, you guys are happy to go to one and you know, playing, yeah. the stadium is unique, but like, what, what's the, the build up to a bowl selection like?
1: Yeah, I mean, we were, um, I forget what the options were. I know that, that the quick lane was one, pinstripe mm-hmm. was one. I think there was one in Florida too. It might have been like uh, the tax layer bowl, the Jacksonville tax, yeah, layer bowl, yeah, I think, like yeah, 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 I think that was up there too. That one was probably. At the time, we probably have been like that's ideal because it's in Florida, um, mm-hmm. and it had been nice weather. I don't think I don't think anyone wanted to go to Detroit and play in that game. Um, sure, understandable. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just I mean like most guys are from Detroit. It's not like they're really so they're not really taking a vacation. Right. And bowl games are you know more or less a vacation as well as like you know get you get to spend time learning that area yeah. and then obviously playing the game. But and then <clears throat> the pinstripe was up there too. And it was like, yeah, that'd be cool to see uh, playing Yankee Stadium. Like you said, though, it's probably 10 degrees outside. And it ended up being beautiful. Actually, it was like 75 and overcast. So, oh, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: I don't know if you were at the game or not or whatever, but the weather was not bad at all. And honestly, that entire week, it wasn't bad either. But um, so we kind of got lucky there. But yeah.
0: Yeah, no. I'm sorry to say, I was not at that game. I'm as big of a wuss as they come when it comes to cold weather, so I, I get to Florida <laughs> ASAP, like during that holiday break, right there. So yeah. I was uh, getting sunburnt to oblivion uh, before watching the Pinstripe Bowl down in uh, sunny Daytona Beach, Florida. That's great. right, fun time. So yeah, oh yeah, it was great. It was awesome. So and it helps too, kicking the vacation off watching a Spartan victory right there. Yeah, not about that. So. Um, Kenneth Walker also played in that game. A little known player uh, around these parts of East Lansing. He did, yeah. A blip on your radar at all at the time, or like obviously, you know, you're probably not game planning against him because I don't think they were going to line you up at linebacker for that game. But like, <laughs> was that a name that you, you no, knew it all going into the, the game? I okay. don't,
1: I don't think at all. I mean, even yeah. for the, maybe the defensive guys, I, I, I don't remember how much he played in that game, or like if he did at all. Do you remember? Did, did he it's play like a, a handful ball? of carries. I think. I, I don't think it was more than like ten carries. I could be wrong, but I don't think it was a lot. Yeah, I mean I I know I remember that they were saying that their their mesh, like how they hand the ball off, is super weird. Did they like ride it all the way down the goal or to the line of scrimmage? And I was watching a video, I'm like, yeah, like how do you like how do you do that? Like the quarterback's they can throw throwing from the line. I I would hate that if I was him. But yeah. No, I didn't yeah, I didn't really know much about Kenneth Walker at that time, really. And then last of the
0: tangents I want to go off, and I actually wanted to like hit on this here is that, yeah, obviously that was, that was coach D's last game. And you just said about five minutes ago that you didn't know it at the time. So that was truly like a a surprise for you and, you know, the rest of the teammates when he stepped away in, I believe it was February or was there any build up to that where you thought like, Hmm,
1: this could be it for him or
0: like walk. I was thinking,
1: I don't know. Like, yeah, like, uh, there was no a, like indication that he was going to retire. I was thinking maybe he'd go one more year, um, mm-hmm. okay, and just and just finish out and kind of like have like that little tour, a little, little retirement tour. Um, but no, no one was really expecting. Like, I remember getting a text from one of my buddies that lives up in Michigan still, um, and he heard from like his dad that like Coach, it was like 10 a.m. the morning that he retired. He's like, "This heard Coach D's going to retire today." And then like two hours, two or three hours later, he like announced it. So it was a uh, it was truly a shock for like pretty much everyone, um, except for probably you know Coach D. He was kind of, probably planning it for a little bit, I guess. But uh, that's
0: nuts. So what yeah. seemed like more of a joke at the time? Your friend telling you that Coach D is retiring, or when Coach D shows you the neon jerseys for the first time? What seemed <laughs> like more of a joke? Uh, at the time?
1: Oof, probably Coach yeah. D retiring. I'm like, I was like, okay. like cause like I mean he was a player. His dad, he's from Belding, so his his dad, um. Is like an AD, I think, over at, in the Grand Rapids area at one of the high schools there. So gotcha. I was like, "Yeah, oh, he's probably he's probably connected somewhat with like football stuff." But like, there's no way. Like, I I was not expecting Coach D to retire there. It was uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy. Now,
0: have you had any communication with Coach D ever since graduating, or what's? Yeah, you have. Oh it, yeah. So. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Awesome. He uh, he's he's great about that. He loves. I can tell he he probably misses the people too. Um. He, he's called me multiple times probably like three or four times just to chat nice. um and he'll like every once in a while he'll like throw a couple guys in the group message with like a a bold picture or some like he, he's probably like i i just imagine like scrolling through his phone like yeah looking at memories and stuff and like you know throwing some guys in the group chat and be like miss you guys hope you're doing well and all that stuff so he's he's great about keeping up with everyone yeah that's awesome. Yeah, just just yeah. like a proud father, looking back fondly on the credit memories. It, it, yeah, it's, it's literally that he's like an old old retired guy looking back on yeah. memories. <laughs> just kind of letting people know, yeah, he's awesome. Man, I just don't know how like coaches do that, though, because I was like, the
0: MSU basketball pro- program, you hear it's like a family, and like there's only like three or four, maybe five guys graduating per year, so it's a big number that Tom Izzo has to look mm-hmm. out after, but still it's manageable, like, antonio has got to have a phone full of, like, 2,000 people, right? Like, I, how does he even
1: – that seems just overwhelming I don't know. Balance. I know. <laughs> yeah, for, he was, yeah, he was coaching cute. for, like, what, 13 years or something? 12, so, 13 years? God, at least. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, so he's got to have a bunch of numbers in there. Um, no. Yeah. It's wild. it crazy.
0: So, <laughs> how about the new staff, too? Because I think – it was it last year that you threw at MSU's Pro Day? Was that – um, That would have been, yes, last year, 2021. Gotcha. How did that yep. come to be? Did you reach out to uh, Coach Tuck? Did Coach Tuck reach out to you, or did you just walk think in it was, like, um, you on the place? And, <laughs> like, and no, no, I wish, I wish I would
1: have done that. That would <laughs> have been cooler. But uh, I remember, yeah, we were up in 2020 for the pro day, and they canceled it while we were up there, so we had to fly back home, um, obviously with nothing. And then that whole year went along, um, and then in like the in like the February 2021, I think one of the um, like, front office guys for uh, Michigan State, like, reached out to a bunch of the guys that had graduated in my class, and I think also the guys that were graduating in 2021, and just offered to um, invite us to the pro day if we wanted to do that, and, you know, obviously that was an opportunity I wanted to, I wasn't on a team at the time, and sure. I wanted to still try and get back there, and um, since I never had a pro day, I just wanted to actually have one, and Able to do that, so yeah, it was a yeah. good experience. Yeah. No, right on, and
0: I, I should have asked this maybe twenty minutes ago, but like, bring us up to speed. Like, what, what are you up to these days? Um, yeah, well, obviously we're in the off season, so you're not going to be yeah. quarterback much today. But yeah. yeah, what are
1: you up to? Um, right now, I'm in Philadelphia with my girlfriend. Um, she works at the Children's Hospital here, so I'm wow. hanging out with her right now. Yeah the uh, the Giants let me go like a couple weeks ago. Um, gotcha. To make make a little bit of room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so hopefully hopefully, something uh, turns up. Most teams are going into like a big break. They have like a okay. month-long break before training camp. So um, I'm hoping maybe something happens um, during training camp or maybe get signed for a preseason game and play a little bit and show, get some film out there. Because that was, that, that was what happened last year with the Giants. Is I got signed on a, on a Monday and had to play against the Browns in a preseason game the following Sunday. So I had about six days to prepare for it. <laughs> Yeah, what's that like?
0: Is that as crazy as it sounds? Because to me, like that just sounds crazy. But obviously, I'm not a a player that's played my whole entire life. Like, was it kind of comfortable for you, or was it as insane Uh, as no? Not I mean,
1: like it's awesome because I like you know I was it was it was a Saturday night. I'm like hanging out with my friends, and then I get a call. And I was actually up in in Hershey with my girlfriend. That's where she lives. Okay, and I got a call from my agent on Sunday morning, and he's like, "Yeah, the Giants want to sign you." I'm like, okay, that's (laughs) – out of just like (laughs) – because I had had a workout with them like three weeks before that and nothing had happened. So like, They were kind of off my radar. I wasn't really expecting much from them. And then they um, sent a car out to me and drove me up to New York. And then we had a joint practice with the the Browns in Cleveland that week and then played in that game. So I went – I I drove up to New York, spent the night there, then flew out to Cleveland with the team on Tuesday – and then we we're going throughout the whole week. I was legitimately, like, staying up till midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, and then Man. having to wake up at, like, 6 a.m. the next day. I, like, I'm just trying to learn the play right. to, so I don't look like a complete idiot when I go out there. <laughs> and uh, there's in, you know, there's a couple times in the game where, like, I'm trying to call the play, and, like, I don't even know, like, what I'm calling. And they, there there was one time they had a called timeout because I, like, couldn't get the play. Like, I, I went into the game knowing, like, 10 plays. Like, I just got to try and do something. Right. So, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely as crazy as what it sounds. Did you ever
0: just, like, look around the huddle and just be like, I don't know, just get open? Like, I'll, I'll find you. Just r- run <laughs> yeah, around. I mean, you five you know, blocks. Times you... I'm, like,
1: I'm like, yeah, there, there's a couple times I'm like, I'm probably going to throw the ball to you because you're the only route that I know in this concept <laughs> right now. So, <laughs> get open.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Well, I mean, you, you didn't look like an idiot in a preseason game because I believe you had yeah, a, you. a touchdown pass, right? Is that – I did at yeah. least one touchdown pass. Look, at see that? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Little come fade. on, now. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, mean,
1: <laughs> I actually, I actually did play pretty well given the circumstances. Almost led yeah. down a little uh, two-minute drive to win the game too. But yeah, yeah.
0: Look at that man! And you also dab a little bit. I think it was the the spring football league. Is that what it was? Is that yeah,
1: yeah? The spring so, league. I don't. That didn't happen this year. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I did that last spring. Yeah. What was that like? Did you get everything that you wanted out of that, or was that? kind
0: of like your whole preseason thing where it's just like you're meeting new guys all the time and it's kind of confusing because it's all rushed. Or was that
1: a little more stable? No, that was I a guess? little more – yeah, that was that was more stable. I wouldn't say okay. it was unorganized necessarily, like an organized league. Um, it was it was a little a little crazy, but it was a little more stable as far as knowing people and knowing the plays. You know, there's, there's still guys coming in and out with injuries and all that. Or getting – you know, a guy – one of our linemen got signed by a team like mid season by an NFL team, so he was off in the middle of that. Um, but yeah, that was, that was good just to be able to, cause I hadn't played real football in like over a year so. I want was it was, it was definitely good to do that. Yeah. I
0: no doubt about that. And that's like a cool little league too, that, you know, you guys get mm-hmm. the opportunity to get out there for the spring. I mean, so that's something that, you know, obviously you're hoping that an NFL team reaches back out to you right now. Like, do you have any workouts yep. coming up or is it like that big of a break where they're not even working guys out right
1: um, now? Yeah. I, I'm honestly not sure. Um, yeah, I don't think they're really doing much like back when I was with the Giants. I don't really think they were even holding any um, tryouts really for guys at that time. Gotcha. Um, so I, we'll see my my agent's always looking and he's been hitting me up about stuff. But um, hope something pops up. Yeah. And now
0: here's a completely random question right now that doesn't flow with conversation at all right now. But do you often get back to Michigan State? Like, do you ever come for, for game days when you're not locked into an NFL
1: team or anything like that? Yeah, or- um, yeah. I went to, obviously, in, 20, in 2020, I wasn't with the team during the fall. They didn't really have fans, so we couldn't go. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, I went to, I think, the Maryland game um, because that was a okay. week that we had a bye week. So I was able to come up for a little bit. Um, I'm hoping to get to one. Whether if I'm on a team, um, I'll go up during the bye week. If I'm not, I'll just you know pick a game and come up to it. But I love coming back, and I still know a couple guys on the team. I'm starting to reach that age where like the guys yeah, I know. <laughs> that I know that that were on the team when I was there are kind of dwindling out. So I'm I'm, I'm still hanging on with a couple guys, but not much. That's a
0: tough reality check, isn't it? Just like, uh, no. oh boy,
1: like this kid that probably visited when he was a senior in high
0: school, he's now, oh God, he's yeah. a fourth year senior now himself. And I know, getting old. Yeah, because like I'll field questions sometimes, especially in the offseason. So people will have random questions like, oh, favorite bar at state. And I'm like, talking about like bars that I went to. It's like, what am I? T- that was eight years ago. I'm an old yeah. guy now. Like, what am I talking I about? Like, you talk about going to Rick's, whatever. It's like, that- Graduated eight years ago, man. Like I'm yeah. washed. I'm bo- I'm boring. I'm an old man, so <laughs> it's humbling though.
1: I'm yeah, it's I'm humbling. I'm reaching that age too. It's crazy. No. No,
0: it's it's not fun. But with that said, um, usually sometimes with uh former athletes, uh, I we like to do just five quick lightning round questions to the end of the interview. Okay. And uh if you don't mind, let's just start it off right here. Love to favorite bar at East Lansing. Let's get it popping favorite right bar there. Barney Lansing. Um when I was there, it was probably Field House. Okay, strong strong options. See, that's how old I am. Yeah. It wasn't even called Fieldhouse when I was a student there. It was no, I, yeah, I don't think it was really. Nope. <laughs> yep, called Pepinos. It was great. They had two dollar coors, two dollar pizzas every Thursday, and whew, that was a great way to add on eight thousand calories uh, as you head into the weekend. <laughs> yeah, right that there, is. that was fantastic. That's, so that's interesting. Yeah, God, I sound like I'm seventy years old right now <laughs> talking about back in my day. It was called something different. Anyway, <laughs> uh, receiver, you
1: had the best uh, chemistry with on the team when you were there. Mm. Probably Felton Davis. Um, Okay, I love Felton Davis. Yeah, great. I know. Me too. Him, him, and Daryl Stewart, and and Cody White's up there too. But um, probably, yeah, yeah, probably Felton, just because he came in same class as me, and um, we kind of had a connection my sophomore year and all that. And yeah, yeah, definitely him.
0: Right on. Favorite road venue you've
1: played at in college? Hmm. Um, probably uh, Penn State. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, just like oh. the size—the size of their stadium obviously is massive. They can hold a bunch of fans. Um, it's also the loudest stadium I played in, um, so that's that's what made it fun. And we and not, we won a last-minute touchdown game there, and I'm like, hey. it's it's kind of <laughs> just like floating together. Like it was it was it was a perfect storm for that.
0: A hundred percent. I. It's not that loud when you're throwing it to Felton Davis for a, a touchdown in yeah. the last twenty seconds. Yeah. I. I mean, I would love to have you on again in, in the future. I don't feel obligated to say yes or no right now, but, like, definitely no, want to talk to, yeah. more depth really about fun. that game in the future. But, like, really quick, I'll ask you this again if I have you on, but, like, walk me through that play with Felton Davis. Was it truly, like, uh, throw it to me, I'm going
1: to be open, as the Urban 100%. legend says? Or what was – it was? Okay. That's awesome. 100%. Yeah, it was uh, – I think we – was, it was 20 seconds left. It was a third down. And it was, it was like, third and three. And yeah. we could – I think we could – it was like, was it, What was it? Fourteen to seven, or or did we need a touchdown? I don't, I don't know. I I think it was fourteen you, to seven. I think it was field something.
0: goal to tie it, and then yes. or just say F it and go to the end zone to silence everyone. As yeah, so uh, our team is back in East Lansing, injured. Like you guys are walking yeah. up with like guys I that know. look like knee playing receiver. <laughs> like, I know, it's and I, I'm yeah. pretty sure
1: Felton was like still a little bit hurt that game, and he kind of toughed oh, it, oh, I'm it sure out. Sure, he was. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. I it was field goal to tie, touchdown to win. and I was like, well, yeah. Um. Fate, it was it was pressed up and I and I saw and I Felton was running a fade on that play anyway, so I was like, I'll will throw him back shoulders, throw it up to him if he catches it. Great, we'll get closer for field goal. If he drops it, we'll kick the field goal and go to overtime. And so I, I wasn't really expecting to score. I was trying to just get like a couple extra yards and yeah. put it in like only the spot where my guy could go. but like I I told him for the play, like I'm gonna throw it to you, so, let's be ready. But <laughs> uh,
0: ready he was. That was uh, yeah. absolutely Banana Land. So, yeah. Well, hey, well, thank you for contributing to that great night. That was awesome, and a lot yeah, of, of course. Great memories as well. So, got. I was at a wedding that night. Oh, let me. I was a frequent bar visitor the rest of that <laughs> evening. That was. Whew. Oh, my. Uh, anyway, uh, best DJ on the team. If anyone controlled the aux cord
1: uh, or Bluetooth Ooh. speaker, locker room, yeah. Um, Naquan Jones. Okay. There so, you yeah. go. Let's go! And yeah, Naquin always had had the good music. Gotcha. And last but not
0: least, I'm just gonna live vicariously through you. A favorite activity to do in Arizona? I love Arizona whenever
1: I visit. It' so much fun. What's your favorite activity to do back in your home um, state? Obviously, golf. That's uh that that's definitely up there. There we you go. Gotta, you got to you got to hit up some good course water there. But also just hiking. There's a bunch of good mountains. You yeah. can go up north Arizona like an hour and a half, and you got uh, like a nice little outdoor um, pine trees, like the whole whole nine yards up there um but there's there's a bunch of hiking trails in like the greater Phoenix area that are
0: awesome man I, I miss it it's been a few years actually no the last time I was there was to see you guys play Arizona State that's right right God, it was only, yeah. only 189 degrees for kickoff <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was uh that was tough like even for a guy that's from Arizona was that still ridiculous even for your standards <laughs> for, for that uh, game
1: honestly honestly no like I didn't okay. think it was that bad because like the sun yeah. was down like and once once the sun goes down like at least for me, I can deal with the heat. It's just like when when it's hot and the sun's beating down on you. It's like well, it's like twice. It, it feels twice as hot. But the sun was down, and on the field, the grass kind of cooled it down a little bit. I think. Um, so I'm I was sure. I was used to it. I'm not sure most of the guys on our team were, but I it honestly wasn't <laughs> too bad for me.
0: Uh, no, or most of the fans in the bleachers, I felt like crying yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, right when we got our seats. So I was like, this, this yeah, is I'm, I'm, sh- <laughs> I'm sure that was tough. Yeah, with like with like the metal bleachers probably making it ten times hotter up there. Yeah.
0: yeah, and each fan having an average of like 16 pints of beer before walking into the stadium, I'm yeah, sure true. maybe it didn't help a lot. but uh, Yeah, they hey, definitely yeah, did not. you got to do what you got to do. we got to stay hydrated <laughs> somehow here, so yep. that's what it is. Yeah, but hey, Brian, I'd love to have you on in the future. This was awesome to even have you on in the first place. Um, thank you so much for your time, um, as course, I do with right, every yeah. single guest. I'm going a little bit over on time. So thank you so much for being generous with your time, man. Um, this was awesome. Hope you're doing well, and yeah, best of luck with everything this summer, man. Hope, uh, yeah. hope one of these NFL teams wake up. Realize I know, I know. so. Light, light and greatness, baby. Let's go. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, enjoy the rest right, of the well, Yeah, I appreciate Are you having me? me. Absolutely. You hey, agree, me, man? Yep, I will. Ch-ch-ch-